This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. And I am coming to you from another beautiful spring day. It's a little chilly, but it's not as cold as it's been. It's a little cloudy, but we're going to get warmer temperatures tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. And I wanted to come on here today to encourage you because there's been so much conversation about people being exhausted and just wanting to give up. I understand that it's been exhausting these last few years. I say, I feel like I say that every week and I think it's just, it's a reminder. It's a reminder that comes in to pass to you to let you know that even though you might feel like you've been set back or you're making very slow progress or things aren't occurring exactly how you think they should occur, it doesn't mean that it's not happening in perfect timing. These are reminders that I also have to give to myself as someone who is goal-oriented who does their very best to make the planet a better place, even though I slip and fall, I'm very flawed. I talk about that every week, I feel like. Sometimes it can get exhausting, and I know that those of us who have been doing this spiritual work for the last couple years, I've noticed a divide. So there's been people that have continued to reject the agenda to separate and all those kinds of things and continue to do their spiritual practice. Their faith grew stronger They didn't fold to the fear and they just became stronger and stronger and the light became brighter and brighter and brighter. And then there's another side where these people became darker, discouraged, you know, got into a bunch of vices, drinking, drugging, you know, all those kinds of things. And there's no judgment either way. There's no judgment um, because we all slip, we all fall, and we all have our things that we came here to learn and to move through and grow and develop. So with that divide, what, what I'm noticing now is this separate energy. And I don't know how it's going to end up commingling. I don't know if it's just an ebb and flow that I notice. And it's really just an observation because I don't have the the universal master print, the blueprint. I don't know how things end. All I know is the guidance that I'm given on a day-to-day basis. And I only know that my steps are revealed one at a time. So I listen to my intuition, I set goals, I follow my intuition, and I strive toward something so that I can make this life worthwhile and that I can continue to complete my mission until I'm called home to the other side. And so I don't, I don't know all of that, and I don't focus on it because otherwise it'd be a little madding. It's fun to play around with in your mind to think like, wow, how interesting. It seems like people who are not on the path have gotten further off the path and people who are on the path have strengthened their faith and they're more steadily on the path and the other thing is like things come into our awareness when we're supposed to see them and if there's something that we're supposed to glean from it so I also know that my vantage point isn't the only vantage point and it's not a vantage point that maybe someone else has because they're on a different journey than I am but what I will say is that when I have conversations with people who have been on this path and they've gotten beat we've all gotten beat up but they're at a low because we all have those lows where you feel like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you have all these emotions and emotions are okay. They come and go. 
We are not our body and we are not our emotions. We are the soul. The body has emotions. The ego has emotions. The personality has emotions, but the soul doesn't have it. And that's why when your intuition comes in, I, my intuition, the way I describe it is it's a still small voice. It's steady. It's, it's always absolute. It has no emotion tied to it. It just is. And that's the soul. This is what you do. This is the answer. And there's nothing, it doesn't stir me one way or the other. Even if it's something I don't want to do, even if it's something that scares the personality, the soul is unwavering. And that's how the intuition comes in. So what I wanted to tell you is that the path that you were on, continue to get up, continue to complete your mission, to be a beneficial presence on the planet. It's not in vain. You do make a difference. Sometimes we can get in our emotions and feel like, what's the point? Working so hard to do this. And we are not the majority. We are the minority. So I'm, I know that we group together. And so we kind of feel like there's more of us maybe than there actually are because we find each other and group together. But if you look at the collective, we're not the majority. We're the minority. And those who are called in the light, and we're, we're the minority, but a light shines so brightly that it can cover so, so much darkness that it's more powerful. And when you are walking this path and you feel really tired and worn out and alone, what I wanted to say is you've got to remind yourself that you are the reason that a person gets up or a thing gets up. I don't care if it's that you water plants, that you interact with nature, that you take care of a pet, that you smile at a stranger on the street, that you complete a job, that if you weren't at that job, then the job wouldn't get done. There's something that you do. You matter and you're making a difference. And I know sometimes we can feel like, eh, you know, life would go on or whatever. No, you have a purpose on this planet. That's why you're here. If you didn't have a purpose and you weren't making a difference, you wouldn't be here. And we get called home when it's our time when we're called to do something else. But for the time that we're here right now, you make a difference, focus on your difference, and just take one step at a time. That's all you have to do. Get up. It takes courage to get up. It takes courage to walk this path. The easy thing is to numb out, drink and drug, take stuff out on everyone else, get on the internet and be a troll, be a low vibrational troll, um, and take out your anger on everyone else. Which, by the way, I don't care if you're an incognito troll or um, someone that's openly angry, you're creating horribly terrible karma for yourself especially depending on who you're doing it to so there's no so I wanted to say that too because I get comments about people saying someone's trolling them and how hurtful it is trust me they're gonna get theirs you don't get to do those types of things to people without repercussions and that's for myself included when I lash out at someone that's gonna come back to me it is and I know that and so I have to own that and so this is why I don't walk around in victim mentality um, the way that you can try to mitigate that, like I said, is to do more good than harm. And that's my mission really is to have a beneficial presence on the planet. And when I do something from the personality that I am ugly or whatever, I make amends as quickly as possible and then do my very best to do more good to make that a larger impact than what I did harmful. But I can totally own my stuff. I will own it. I will apologize. I'll do my best to make amends. And people that aren't on this path, I find, have a hard time doing that. 
And that's not even a judgment then because there's times in my life where I couldn't do it because I was so numbed out and I didn't have any conscious awareness. And usually people are just hating on themselves. Haters hate themselves. That's why they lash out at others. So when I see people behaving that way, I know that they really hate themselves. So they're lashing out unconsciously at others and there's going to be a repercussion. And that's not my business. That's their business. And that's between them and God. And I just have to focus on how I respond I can't, I can't control what's going on outside of me. I can control on with how I respond and I can control my attitudes and my beliefs about it. The other thing, um, that I've been finding this even in myself where, um, it's the energy shifts that have been going on over the last month or so where I'm a little more irritable and I noticed it in myself where I'm like, okay, that's irritating. But I also noticed the irritator, um, like that person that's just being irritating um, and not, and it may not even be with me. It might be with other people that I'm observing and it's like, okay, then I have to stop myself and say, wait a minute, I don't want to energize that. Let me focus on my breath. Let me cut that cord. I don't know what's going on with them. That's between them and God, their higher source, whatever they do. I got to focus on myself, how I respond and put myself into a more positive state. And it also goes back to taking really good care of yourself taking time out to connect, whether it's a bath, going for a swim, because water, it has a very, it has clearing properties. So you could do a sea salt bath, which would mimic the ocean. Epsom salt bath is not the same. You'd have to do a sea salt bath for 20 minutes and then get out. Cause if you stay in it too long, then you can reabsorb the energy and you don't want to do that. So you could do that to clear your energy. If you're just wanting to relax and connect, Epsom salt is great. You could put some essential oil in there. Um, for me, breath work is amazing. Meditation is amazing. Um, yoga Nidra is amazing. I've mentioned that before. It's really great. And there's also a few ASMR artists that I like. Um, I don't like all the noisy, the mouth sound things, but if they're just speaking softly, I can find that to be very relaxing. Um, and, and the thing is, is when you are receiving downloads, it's a heart function, not a head function. So that's the key to getting very relaxed. And when we say observing and not focusing so much on your thoughts, observing the thoughts is because you are then getting out of the personality and into the function of the soul. And the soul is really a heart function. So whatever you can do, whether it be a walk outside, um, there's all kinds of things you can do. And whatever that is, do that for yourself to take really good care of yourself and to keep yourself encouraged and going during this time. The other thing I wanted to say is I've had people, you know, they're just in a rough spot. So they argue for their limitations. Um, they won't let things go. They're circling. And, you know, and so f from my vantage point, I can help you as much as I'm allowed to help you. So the reason I say that is because this work comes through me and not from me. So um, I'll be listening to guidance and doing things within my skill set. I have a lot of energy healing skill sets. I don't just study one modality. So I'll do all that while listening. And it's always 10% the healer and 90% the person. So it this is a co-creative experience. Um, so what I wanted to say is even if it gets down to the way you are in public. So years ago, I was working, I was a teenager. And it was, I think it was my second job third, third job. And I was working for this movie theater. It was a dollar movie theater. And it was always so busy because it was a $1 movie theater. And I worked at the concession stand and we were understaffed and the people we were working for were just kind of horrid. 
and they played country music. And at the time, I just, I wasn't raised on country music. I've come around to the newer country music, but that twangy country music, um, I just, it grates on me. So anyway, they'd be playing country music, um, which actually, it, after time, I started to, you know, it started to grow on me a little bit. In any case, we were just in crazy busy. The customers were like flooding in. We were short-staffed. I was tired and the person, the manager on duty was a jerk and being rude to us. And so we were just in a bad mood. So we were robotically giving people their popcorn and all this other stuff. And I was saying the right things, but in a very firm robotic way, because, you know, I was young and mature, exhausted and quit shortly after. But in any case, there was a customer that was so compassionate with me. And I was doing her popcorn and she was like, she goes, are you having a bad day? And I'm like, what? It just, it, it knocked me out of my fog. And she's like, people could just be so awful, honey. I'm sorry. She was older and it shifted everything for me. And it made me realize like, why am I being so robotic and rude to these customers? Because I've got this awful manager, um, And then I, and it just, it put me back into my present body and you have that power over complete strangers just by being, she was in the present moment. She was full of faith. Like she had a very, a glow about her, a nice aura about her. So she's obviously in the light and she spoke a word to me that put me, reminded me who I am and put me back in the present moment. And so I wanted to say, even in that, just being kind to strangers, you know, um, the other thing is everywhere's understaffed now in general people don't here in u.s i can speak to north america so there's this theme where people are doing like halfway jobs and they don't really want to be there people don't want to work everywhere short staff even in my job we're always short staffed people are burnt out we hear the burnout conversation probably four times a week and so the people that are left working are getting overran don't let that be you take good care of yourself and imagine the impact and difference you can make by just actually being a present moment kind human when there's so much of the opposite going around don't let their negativity bring you down or take you off of your mission remember you are here for a purpose you make a difference and you are to be here for as long as you're supposed to be here until you're called home none of us know when that's going to be so we got to make the most of every minute and every moment and i want to thank you for being here as always I think you're awesome, and I'm glad you're here, and I appreciate you, and let's go into a healing. You can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing.
okay, and so it is. And would you know that that same job that I had from all those years ago, the Colonel Popper was kind of broken because, you know, it was a dollar movie theater and it was called the Tandy 10. <laughs> In any case, the, the Popper was broken. So there was like a little metal piece that was bent and the popcorn kernels would fly out. And one of them flew down my shirt and landed in my belly button and burned me. And I still have a scar to this day. And you know what it reminds me of? How far me and my body have come. Like every time I see it, I think this is amazing. It's amazing that after all these years, I had that memory, like how well my body has served me. And I was young then, so I didn't know about holding them accountable or, you know, workman's comp or any of that. <laughs> Not that I would need that, but I mean, it scarred me. It scarred me because of the broken pauper. So in any case, we all have things like that. And instead of focusing on all the things that are going wrong, why don't you focus on how much you've been through and how much you've survived and how strong your body is and what a gift it is to continue to experience this life. The ups and downs, the downs make it even more sweeter when we experience the ups and the highs. And that's the journey. And we're all on some type of journey. So keep your eyes on your own paper because comparison truly is the thief of joy unless you're using it to motivate and inspire you. So that is all I have. I wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.